Hi there. Welcome to episode 168 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Happy Halloween, everyone. We're back with the ninth iteration of the Waveback Spooky Special. We've got a fresh track list of spine-tingling spooky music to rattle your bones. So sit back, relax, and don't get scared to death. For tonight, we bring you the ninth annual Spooky Special. Well, hi there, Matt. What's going on, Chris? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, extremely tired, which is scary in its own way. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, it's happy Halloween. It's uh, not quite Halloween when we're recording this, obviously, because we don't do it live. But this episode will continue our tradition and release on Halloween in just a, just a few days' time. Which I'm yeah. kind of excited about. You got a good uh, costume planned? Uh, I'm going as the scariest thing I could possibly think of, which is myself. <laughs> I am stealing a costume idea because I'm I'm very lazy when it comes to costumes, but I also Amen. like to be clever with them. Okay, so I am <laughs> what a conundrum! A a clever lazy costume from a friend of mine that I saw him wear like a decade ago at a party. Uh, I will have a doctor's coat and a witch hat, and I will be a witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant <laughs> thank you thank, thank you greg i'm stealing it from you i already told him that in person he doesn't he doesn't mind but yes we're here for the spooky special we've got a whole bunch of uh you know spooky themed music to listen to um uh i came up with the, the majority of these matt's got one in there too uh i was actually surprised that i was able to come up with as many as i did in such a short span of time which uh, actually turned out to be quite fortuitous because uh, neither of us had as much time as we would have wanted to put into put yeah. into this. But you know what? We're making it happen. We're we're putting it together for you. We're doing we it for the you. kids. That's right. So uh, let's 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 get right to work, shall we? Yes, let's sir. bring the spookiness to the world. Our first track comes from um, the game I've definitely, without a doubt, played the most times this year, which is Daily Daddish. <laughs> so you get to play that excuse me i've played it every day since it came out because i don't want to miss a level i'm at a 256 day streak now i believe wow. and uh it's got a bunch of wonderful music a lot of it is from previous Dadish games and then the other stuff is all like remakes of uh songs like new new mixes of songs from previous Dadish games and this one that we're going to be listening to is called fungo cave it's a nice uh kind of spooky tune that goes along with uh, the spooky fungus-filled caves, cave levels that you can play in Daily Daddish. Uh, it's by, uh, I believe the music is also done by Thomas K. Young, who also makes the games pretty much all himself, I think. Uh, and it's a, it's a good, good spooky tune. I think it's going to kick us off nicely. So here is Fungo Cave from Daily Daddish. Thank you. 
was Fungo Cave from Daily Daddish. I every think it's time, the... No, go ahead. I was going to say, every time you say the name, I think you're about to curse. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa. Oh. Fungo Cave. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you were saying... I, I love this game, and I really I think it's the... Uh, I just think it's the reverb that makes this one. It gives mm-hmm. it its uh, sort of spooky quality. Because other than that, it's just kind of cool little cool little groove. But it it has those sort sort of spooky connotations for me because it, they're they're all tied to that the the fungus cave levels. That's kind of what I figured fungo meant. Yeah, <clears throat> it's, it's really fun. good. It's a that's a fun song. Honestly, I don't know I don't know that I personally consider it to be spooky, but I get it. It's got kind of like those um I don't know what you call it the that descending melody a little bit there has like a tonal quality to it that. Um, that can definitely yeah. be interpreted. But yeah, it's a, it's that's a really good the, one. Probably not the best pick for a spooky special, especially not yeah. to kick one off. But you know what? We're just going to move on with our lives. It's our show. I, yeah, it's our show. We'll do what the hell we want. Yeah. What the hell are you <laughs> Next one, though. The next one, though, is without a doubt a great song for the spooky special. Uh, the next song comes to us from the wonderful Vampire Survivors, a game that I have been oh, obsessing my God. over. Why didn't I even? Uh, I didn't even think of this. I'm so <laughs> stupid. Oh my god! And like, there's so many songs to pick from Vampire Survivors. There really, really is. Ugh. Trying to whittle down to one, I decided that I had enough. I had a decent amount of relatively energetic stuff, and this is just one of my favorite songs from this game. So it's it's a it's one of the more reserved ones. This is called Dust Elementals. It's by Danielle Zandara, and this is the music that plays when you're looking at the bestiary, which is. Mm. It's such a good song. It's really nice and eerie. It's a uh, it's it's magnificent. So here is Dust Elementals from Vampire Survivors. Enjoy.
That was Dust Elementals from Vampire Survivors. Oh, I love that song so much. I'm so mad I forgot about this game. I played it incessantly, <laughs> like obsessively for now five, six months, and then I just forgot about it. And I don't understand how. <laughs> I, I just, just started great... it up again because it came out on Switch. <laughs> oh, God. I 100%ed it on Xbox, and then like they announced that it was coming to Switch, and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I did the same thing, and then I bought the, the DLC, and then it, it pushed the goalposts, and I was like, mm. Oh, my God, the new, the new update. It's, it, the Switch version launched with the new update. Oh. Um, so there's multiplayer in it now. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is exactly as chaotic as you imagine. Oh, no, that game is chaotic. Four player at the same time is Stop. insane. <laughs> it's such a I lot was... of people. I was surprised, like, the Switch version holds up really well. It it plays no different than the Xbox version, which I thought was astounding, because there were many times that I thought my Xbox was going to explode from trying yes. to run this game, and yes. the Switch handles it just fine. So, um, I, I don't know, man. At some point, I ended up on a subreddit for the game, and someone was saying they were playing it on their phone, and everybody was just like, how? How's that possible? How is, like, your phone not exploding? <laughs> I can't I've I played it on my phone a couple of times and I can't get nearly as far I just because I can't control it as well like mm -hmm. moving my finger around a touch screen I just can't yeah. I can't get the hang of it but it is nice to have on my phone if I'm like stuck somewhere and I really need something to do that's become my go-to mobile game just be like sure okay well I'll do this for a little while let's see how far I get I'm not out there trying to unlock all the characters or anything on the phone version but and I'm getting along pretty pretty well in the Switch game, which is, it's just nice to have. It's such a good game to turn your brain off to, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, That's what I don't I have to doing. worry about a narrative or anything like that. No, I yeah. can just just kind of let it run. I, I love this game. I love this song so, so very much. It gets stuck in my head a lot. It's really, it's just got the right degree of eerie to it. It kind of reminds me of the, um like a much more chill version mm -hmm. of the, librarian shop in symphony of the night i can like see it's that got a lot of similar instruments kind of like a similar feel but way less um overt and i guess kooky because like that that librarian song is kind of kooky but uh this one here ooh, it's just mm, top notch 10 out of 10 would recommend i mean it's it's a beautiful flower in inside of a giant bouquet of beautiful flowers <laughs> exactly vampire survivors is amazing yeah it really, really is. <laughs> Top to bottom, so much better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so silly. Like, if you've never played yeah. it, and this is your only... I mean, if, I'm sure you heard other songs from it. If you listen to this show, we, we played some songs from it from the uh, uh, our Wayback Awards last year. But, like, if you just look at it, it doesn't seem like it's goofy, but this game is incredibly goofy. Right. And I love that about it. That's such a great personality. Yeah, no, it does. Like all the little, the little like side gags and Castlevania references, the mm -hmm. fourth wall breaking. It's just mm, thumbs mm -hmm. up. All right, let's keep let's keep it going. Let's keep it going with another wonderful, wonderful game that I played. I think for the first time last year. Yeah, it came out last year. Uh, and this is Donut Dodo. This is <laughs> such a great game. It is an arcade game styled arcade style game that uh, is meant to invoke stuff like Donkey Kong and Burger Time. Uh, it's a masterful game, and the bonus stage of the game is 
uh, spooky pumpkin themed. Hey. So we will be listening to uh, from Donut Dodo, pump, Bonus Pumpkin Bounce by Sean Cosmic Jim Bialo. <laughs> uh, this is a great, great tune, great game. Enjoy. That was the bonus pumpkin bounce from Donut Dodo. Matt had that one grab you. I was that was really really good. I loved yeah. how it ramps up right at the beginning and then just doesn't stop. Like it gets you by the throat, and just keeps going. This yeah. was really good. Uh, very um, uh, a fantastic nod to like the old school, to the old eight bit, sixteen bit uh, soundtracks and stuff. And if you're saying mm-hmm. you know the game is a, a throwback to those old games too, then that's that's awesome. That's a that's a really really good song. I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, definitely. This whole soundtrack is wonderful. It's very short because it's a very short game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you haven't played it, it it uh it is so worth the money. It's a very simple arcade style game that's got a ton of personality, amazing soundtrack, and it's just really really fun to play. Very difficult in you know the classic arcade style. It's just magnificent. Uh, and yeah, the, I like how it starts off all like traditional spooky and then it goes into the, the the upbeats and stuff like that uh um i don't know exactly what it's invoking stylistically speaking I, i'm losing the words for it but it's it's a it's a wonderful song just love it it's given me a lot of like uh, like i said the the nods to the old games it's i, I i'm with you i it, it's it's giving me the feeling of a particular game but i can't quite like maybe Mega Man. so it, it, i feel like it could exist in the Mega Man kind of series to some extent um but yeah no great song great high energy i I love it indeed all right next up is another uh another indie game i played last year uh this is from this is from a game called onion assault and the name is uh <laughs> mushrooms and pumpkins uh onion assault was the latest game from uh bertel horberg i believe is how you say his name he made gunman clive 
on the 3DS, which is just a oh, wonderful, wonderful game. Uh, he's made a handful of other games, including the exquisite Mech Extermination Force, which is such a great game, a great name. Uh, and his latest one was Onion Assault, which unfortunately I believe kind of tanked, which is a shame. Uh, I guess it's a really fun game. It's not like a masterpiece or anything, but it's got a pretty solid soundtrack, and it's a it's a it's a fun game about throwing onions at bad guys. <laughs> This is a good time. It's very got a lot of Mario Two vibes to it. So uh, this is from, I believe, it's his brother. I think who did the soundtrack, Arnie Horberg. Yeah. Uh, the song is called "Mushrooms and Pumpkins." It's from Onion Assault. Enjoy.
was Mushrooms and Pumpkins from Onion Assault. And how did that one grab you? Had a very nice bounce to it, actually. Um, you know, in fact, the whole game soundtrack, I'm glad you said that, has a nice bounce to it. And all the enemies move to said rhythm. Ah, uh, okay. Just pretty, a, a pretty neat little effect. Yeah, no, I had a I had a really nice bounce. I like the uh, the lead rhythm a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Instrumentation choices were great. It was uh, beautifully composed. I, I thought it was great. I like that. I really like that lead. Has a great great sound. There's enough uh, reverb on it. Gives it a little bit of uh, girth. Let's say. Um, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really dug this game, and uh, its soundtrack in particular stuck with me. More than I realized it was sticking with me when I first played it. So uh, it was it, it was a good time, and I really liked this. Uh, I liked this tune, and I was looking forward to hopefully, uh, you know, getting to share it around a little bit more. Uh, so try onion assault. It's a good time, and it's delicious because onions are tasty. <laughs> Moving on, uh, this is another game similar to uh, Donut Dodo that I uh, that I played last year i think it's been out on steam for a little while but it just came out on switch last year it's called Anilin, and it is uh let's see i think i described the game as like if pac-man were a side-scrolling platformer um <laughs> okay which they've done pac-man side-scrolling platformers but this one's like if the actual pac-man game was a side-scrolling platformer you're a little uh a uh, minor girl named uh, uh Anilin who's running through caves and you have to collect all these little gold coins that are just like the dots in Pac-Man. And there are these four snakes that are chasing you just like the ghosts in Pac-Man. And you can collect like gems that'll work just like the power pellets and, and to, to beat the snakes. But instead of moving freely through a maze, you're running through a platforming stage. It's mm -hmm. genius and it works incredibly well. Uh, and it's got a pretty darn cool soundtrack. This is for the Venom Den. I actually don't know who wrote this music, so I'll try and look that up while we're listening to it. But it's from the game Anilin. It's called Venom Den. Enjoy.
Okay, that was. I actually Abrupt. didn't get it. That was yes. That ends ends abruptly. I'll make sure it doesn't end abruptly on the show. I'll give it a nice loop and fade out for you. But uh, that was Venom Den from the Annalyn uh, official soundtrack. I didn't get to look that up because I didn't realize that it was that short. Uh, well, while you look it up, I'm going to make a joke. I find that Venom Den is a missed opportunity to call it Venom Denim, and I can't stop saying it now. And now you can't <laughs> either. And you're welcome. Um, uh, it it was, appears uh, to be by. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, it's like R.R. Thiel and Cruz Elroy is uh, who the soundtrack appears to be um, uh, attributed to. Now back to you. <laughs> well, right. I mean, either way, I, fantastic song. I liked it. Um, I really liked it. It's, uh, it's uh, I guess groove is kind of the word to use. I can't think of anything better. Um, it has a nice like easygoing kind of melody and, and, and structure. And yet um, I can definitely that lead melody gives it a bit of, um, you know, the spooky kind of, cause it's like, it's a choice, right? The, it's almost like a theremin, almost like a, um, a organ harpsichord sound, sort of sound. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Uh, a big fan, big fan of it. Yeah. I liked, I liked, I liked this song which I have not heard in the game yet because it like Donut Dodo is very hard. Although I think this one's even harder uh, either that or I'm just not as good at it, <laughs> um, mm, oh, yeah. but I haven't gotten to this stage yet, but I knew that there was a uh, spooky, spooky type level later in the soundtrack and I'm glad I listened to it. I like that there's a piece of it that reminds me it's really, really similar to uh, the what's it? The, the Brinstar music from Super oh, Metroid. Yeah. Yeah, it's like really similar yeah. to it. And it always uh, always brings me a smile when I hear it. So go try Anilin. It's a wonderful, wonderful game. How do you spell that? A-N-N-A-L-Y-N-N. -N -N. Got it. Anilin and Donut Dodo. Excellent, excellent, excellent games. Uh, and speaking of games that more people should play, our next game is Pong Quest. This is okay. a uh atari made this a few years ago and nobody seemed to notice which makes me sad because i found it and i think it's great it is a pong rpg that is a thing <laughs> that All i'm the now very intrigued about the random battles are you're you are a pong paddle uh yeah. in some sort of pong world and you you've got this ridiculous smiley face it's just a rectangle with a ridiculous smiley face on it and all of the random, like you do like a dungeon and in the dungeons, you'd go around and collect items and all the random encounters, all the battles are pong and you have to play pong against a computer, but they, you get all these like power up items that you kind of collect your own inventory and manage while you're playing. So like you can do like special balls that explode or curve or things like that uh, right. and do all kinds of weird things like throw bugs at your opponents, uh, turn the stage into a, a bunch of breakout bricks show up and it turns into breakout or uh centipedes from centipede will show up like it's wild it's a really wild game it's not flawless it does get a tad repetitive um you can tell that it was made on a shoestring budget but holy cow i enjoyed the heck out of it i beat it beat the whole thing and it was a blast and the soundtrack is so weird i love it um one of the stages is a spooky like prison and I love this song so much. Uh, and I think you're going to like it quite a bit, too. It's it seems uh, right up your alley as far as like being kind of a 
kind of silly spooky. So this is Prison Overworld from Pong Quest by Adam Gubman. Enjoy. that was so bizarre i love it so much (laughs) this game is so much fun the whole soundtrack is ridiculous noises like that that little like that little weird noise is so Mm -hmm. much of the soundtrack all the like mouth percussion it's so goofy i love it uh well you know that aside right silliness aside (laughs) it's that's a pretty pretty rocking like rhythm and and right it's a great song <laughs> i can't i'm sorry now i can't get past it but no all right okay wait i have to look at it from like a Razel and and mike Patton sort of way like it was done really well i like the like i don't know if that translates but it, it, it brings me back to being a kid and you know when you're like a kid and you start making noises you start discovering like the things you can do with your voice and your mouth and your hands, you know, like the water droplets and things like that. It brings me back to that sort of stuff. And that's like, I don't know, innocent fun. So there's like an innocent fun to this, even though it's like kind of, kind of dark. I don't know. It's, that was, that was so interesting. I was so taken aback by it. <laughs> but it's, it's got that, you know, got that spooky vibe, like especially that, that, um, the main rhythm, the do. Mm-hmm. Do, do 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 yeah like yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it definitely fits the area really really well uh and i i thought it was such a great song <laughs> really i got so much more joy out of this game than i i think it, many other people did i just don't think anyone knew about it like i could barely find I've any reviews of it, it anywhere um it never got a physical release on switch limited run just just did a physical release on playstation for some reason i don't know why there's no physical mm. on switch because uh, that's where it came out first uh that and steam it's weirdly not on the atari vcs either which the system could easily run it 
but it's it's such a charming little game with such a weird personality and the writing is pretty great uh i i just don't know what like it's i don't want to oversell it because it's not some sort of like great great masterpiece but it is it is a pong rpg and i would love to see it like get followed up in some way shape or form because it is so full of such great ideas and it was really fun i I tried playing it online once and i couldn't get a couldn't find a match because just nobody else Uh, on earth seems to be playing the game right Uh, but yeah pong quest check that sucker out it's really cool and what a soundtrack (laughs) that was something else well this next one here is uh definitely one that i a lot of people have heard of this comes from the castle crashers soundtrack oh yes uh castle crashers is great uh this is the song that plays in the the spooky forest level when you first get there when that giant Mm -hmm. black monster of death makes all the animals poop themselves and chases after you and whatnot uh weirdly enough the song's called space pirates uh which doesn't match that at all but i also believe this song was not created for this game because i've heard a lot of these Newgrounds songs in other Newgrounds games and so uh this is called space pirates it's by water flame but it i i know it from castle crashers which is probably its most popular iteration uh, if this song has been elsewhere but either way Great song for a spooky forest. Here's Space Pirates. Enjoy.
was Space Pirates. That was really Castle good. Crashers. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. That that lead melody. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it's so good. I yeah, um it, this song is so flipping memorable memorable to me cuz I I the first game by uh what is the company that makes this? Uh, the Behemoth that mm-hmm. I played was um and uh, Alien Hominid. Uh, I played Alien Hominid on GameCube. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought it was the coolest darn thing. And then they made a brawler in Castle Crashers. And I just loved the art direction so much. And I was so obsessed with this game on Xbox 360. I just adored the heck out of it. And this forest level is where I, I good and truly fell in love with this game. Partly because of the music. But partly because of the, like, you know, a bear comes out and just poops himself. And... <laughs> Because they're all scared of the giant monster. And that giant, creepy, black, bug-eyed monster chases you through the woods. You have to do this whole, like, chase sequence when you're riding a deer that is propelling himself from his own fecal matter. It's just wild. <laughs> this game was just like nuts. You do. I, I, I love it. I, I love it to death. And this song is one of those, like, just really iconic songs from this game. Even though I guess it isn't technically from this game it wasn't made for this game as far as i know but Mm -hmm. i don't care i will always associate it with castle crashers and i yeah that that main melody it's it's neat listening to it now knowing that the song is called space pirates because like i guess in a way i could see it having more science fictiony like creepy science fictiony thing to it but i don't i just i don't get that from it listening to it regularly because i associate it with the woods right i i hear like uh a jaunty sea shanty as it's um what's the word as it's like uh roots as it's base it's there but i get it right if you don't if you associate it the way you do it doesn't make sense as a what do you call it um a dark forest song so i could see that yeah great music wonderful game let us continue our spooky travels (laughs) <laughs> this next one is a, a, a one that I've been looking forward to using on the show. I may have played it during Wayback Awards a few years back. I don't remember, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but this is a wonderful song from Runner 3. Uh, I love the Runner series. I love the whole Bit Trip series. And Runner 3 had such a good soundtrack uh, by Matthew Harwood. This is one of the, um, from Spooky Land, I think is the name of the area. This mm-hmm. is from like the swampish areas in Spooky Land. The song is called Deep Fart Wet Funk. <laughs> this song is so good. It is. It's just got such a ridiculously good melody. I love it. So um, here it is. Here is Deep Fart Wet Funk from Runner 3. Enjoy. <laughs> Deep 
<laughs> oh, I love that song. I love the part where it, it slows down and it comes back with those three snare hits and just gets right back into that crazy reggae groove. Oh my God, this song is so good. That was Deep Fart Wet Funk from Runner 3. How did that one grab you, Matt? That was fantastic. Any anytime, like, I don't know. I feel like anytime video game music kind of goes reggae, it's like win win. <laughs> um, but no, definitely. Like, I, I love that um, that kind of organ lead too. That was that was really Ooh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's my f- ow. Smash my leg. I think uh, <laughs> that's my favorite part about kind of reggae music when you have just the organ lead and it's just so light, like a guitar too. You just they give you the accent notes. It's just so good. This was done really, really well. Yeah, it is a flipping. Oh God, this this whole soundtrack is such a masterpiece, and this this song was always one of my favorites on the soundtrack. Even when I was uh, even when we were doing the Waveback Awards that year, mm-hmm. but this one just stuck with me. I love the. It's got such a undeniable sense of rhythm to it. It's such a such a good yeah. song. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's got that nice eerie vibe to it, you know. It's it it yeah. really really fits in really fits in the Halloween experience. Just kind of yeah. Again, I have the levels to kind of you know wrap it up in my mind and and put those visuals in there. But like the the spooky organ that comes in a little bit later on, and it's just got a really good voodoo vibe to it. I just, I just love it. <laughs> just love it. Yeah, there's definitely like a I guess the voodoo vibe might be the way to go. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Okay, moving on to the next one. Uh, so there was a great game that came out on the Switch a few years ago called uh, West of Loathing. It was a stick yes. figure Western game. Uh, there was a sequel to it that came out this year that is all like uh, spooky, um, macabre, uh, uh, Lovecraftian kind of stuff called Shadows Over Loathing, which is also mm. brilliant. It is wonderful and just as silly as the last one and really weird uh, and it's got a great soundtrack with some really really good uh good track names i believe the last one we listened to on this show was called a cave is a sideways hole uh, <laughs> this song is called <laughs> it's on like necronomicon <laughs> i love it Na- I love naming it so things is an art it really is and these and these folks have the paintbrushes uh, this is by Ryan Ike. It's uh, from Shadows Overloading, a wonderful game that you should absolutely try. Uh, it is a stick figure RPG that is full of haunted goofiness. Uh, so here is its on like Necronomicon. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
was it's on like Necronomicon. Matt, how did you like that? I really like the way the one the, that one resolves. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's that was really good. That was I, I hate using the term epic, but it, it had a nice grand uh, sound to it, even though it was uh, you know just sm- uh, not to take away from it. But even though it was a little small in in size, the fight in the dog versus the the dog in the fight. It was, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, very. That that's kind of the, that kind of sums up this game's uh, soundtrack for the most part. Is it's not the soundtrack isn't inherently goofy, which is what makes it you know clash against the game so brilliantly. <laughs> where it's like there is absolutely you can never look at this game and take it seriously because it's just a bunch of stick figures. It's so goofy, and that they have this like kind of like light chamber orchestra almost like soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That takes itself very seriously going up against it. It's just it really adds to the adds to the ambiance, as it were. It is a wonderful tune uh, from a wonderful game, and I also really enjoy it. Well, we've got a uh, we've got two left before our grand finale. Uh, this next one comes to us by way of Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which is a game that we've somehow have never. Well, I can't. I won't say somehow. We've never actually properly covered Super Ghouls and Ghosts on the show because. Every October, we do a spooky special and a Castlevania game, so we just mm-hmm. never get around to actually covering a lot of other great spooky games in their entirety. So I'm just going to keep picking tracks from Super Ghouls and Ghosts until we get around to it. This one here is one of my favorites from the game. It's called The Sea of Despair. Uh, it's by Mary Yamaguchi. If you've never played Super Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, please do so on a system that will either allow you save states or a rewind mm-hmm. feature because, oh boy, is this game hard. But it is so good. It is such a beautiful, freaky game with an amazing soundtrack, especially considering how early in the Super NES's lifespan this was. Uh, the instrumentation is just leagues above anything that the NES was capable of. And I, it really just shows what the Super NES could do over the Genesis during that era uh, with, with proper instrumentation. So here is Sea of Despair by Mary Yamaguchi from Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
was, the sea of despair, and I can't not hear the thunder sound when listening to that song. Just, man, that, that stage. It's the second stage in the game, and it's you, you start on this like dock that as soon as you jump off it, it sinks into the sea, and then you're on a sinking pirate ship it's with these awesome-looking ghosts everywhere that have this crazy awesome death animation where you shoot them, they like their mouths open to like kind of rip them in half until they dissipate, which is super creepy. Uh, and as you keep climbing to the top of this pirate ship that's sinking, eventually you jump onto this rickety little raft and a thunderstorm happens. And these waves start going up and down and you got to kind of survive an auto scrolling bit of the level uh, where this thunder is going. It's very weird sounding thunder. It's like the least convincing thunder sound ever. <laughs> like everything about this is completely running on all cylinders. And then the, uh, the, the, the thunder is boom, boom. It's like, what, <laughs> what was that? Was that supposed to be thunder? And you, obviously it is. Cause it comes right after a flash of lightning, but, Oh, I love this song. I love this game. I, have never gotten to the stage i'm not good at any of the any of these games i just i'm terrible and the save state save state is so important but i have such anxiety and like bad memories of them that i will i probably won't even go back and play them <laughs> that that to me is true fear i think we may have found the scariest music of all time uh mark it down that i this game is mm. but uh uh more about the track uh, fan of it i i dig it that like um stabbing kind of uh violins and stuff indicative of like you know horror scores and stuff it's, it's just perfect it's it's done really really well it's so orchestral sounding you know mm -hmm. and again thinking back like this is really early super nintendo this is like right after launch and if you had if you were just coming off of an nes and especially with ghosts and goblins right if you played the original Ghosts and Goblins on NES, and that was your only experience with the series, and then you jump into this one, the difference is so astronomical. It's like, the was it Micronics pro, poorly programmed this ridiculous NES port of the original Ghosts and Goblins that's, it, I think it's horrible. I've never enjoyed it even a little. And this, this game is just jaw-droppingly gorgeous. The music sounds amazing. There's tons of pipe organ everywhere. Um, it's out of control. The the, especially looking back on it when it came out, re recognizing its historical context is so so paramount. But even if you even outside of that, just on its own, it stands alone as such a great piece of music. I I love it to tears. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings us to our last track of the show. Sort of, you know, we'll obviously play you out with something, which which will be. Uh, Matt's Matt's large contribution, which is an excellent tune. <laughs> uh, I'd waffled back and forth on 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 what to end the show with, and uh, I guess just because we landed where we did, I'm gonna I'm gonna do mine because there it is. Because uh, <laughs> it's my show, and I do what I want. I have been obsessively playing uh, a, a wonderful game, easily one of my favorite games of the year. I I have not made a game of the year decision yet, but this one is definitely in the running it's called sea of stars uh we mm. just did a whole thing on the messenger because this game came out and it is a takes place in the same universe uh this is the song that we're going to be listening to i guess if you don't want any it's not really spoilers per se this is the music for the final battle in the game against its main primary villain the fleshmancer 
this is this song is called Fury of the Flesh Mancer, the final stand by Eric W. Brown from Sea of Stars. Uh, and it is it is a very intense final battle. And this music is really, really good final boss music. I I love it. So uh, strap yourselves in. It's a bit of a long one. It's a bit beefy. This is Fury of the Fleshmancer, the final stand from Sea of Stars. Crank it up and enjoy.
That was Fury of the Fleshmancer, the final stand from Sea of Stars. And let me tell you, I haven't played through a ton of RPGs to conclusion. But I do know that some of the some of the most effective final boss battles are when you have a real personal stake in it. Mm. Like, you get one of my favorite games ever is Chrono Trigger. You get to the end, and it's Lavos. It's this mindless monster thing that's going to destroy everything. So, of course, you want to stop it. The Fleshmancer, now I know we tend to keep this show clean, but the Fleshmancer is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I hated this guy. He did horrible things throughout the course of this game. And when you get to him, the bad ending is he just leaves. He's just like, you are not worth my time. Fight this thing instead. Goodbye. But when you get to the, get the good, get the good ending, he goes to leave and you stop him. And you're like, no, 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 you're not leaving. I'm not letting you. And then you get into this very difficult battle because he's not huge. He's not this giant monster of destruction. He's about the same size as you, but he hits really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What a this game rocked my world. And I was really, really happy with the uh, the way it concluded it really stuck the landing very curious about its upcoming dlc uh but yeah this uh this song was just such good final boss music it's like incredibly intense and really really eerie and i mean it's the theme song for the fleshmancer like what a great name uh yeah good stuff what did you think absolutely loved it um i thought it was fantastic from start to finish one of the things that really stood out to me was that snare. That snare was so solid and like mm-hmm, so punchy mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. in your face. Um, so it kept that rhythm so tight and like just right there. Um, it's great. It had a lot of nice uh, dynamic to it. You know, there's like the the pace and and tempo was pretty much the same the whole way through. But they did a lot of good stuff to shake it up a bit, uh, which I really uh, appreciated. A fantastic track. I look forward to playing this game. I've just got such a long list of stuff to play that uh, it's it's there, but um, I look forward to playing this one. Right. Yeah, it's... Whew, I really can't put in words how much I, I, I loved this game. I've had such a year with games. <laughs> I mean, this game uh, was like a dream come true for me. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom just absolutely owned my life. Uh, playing through uh, obviously as a vampire survivors again but uh, mm-hmm. uh and then this friday after we're recording this in a few days uh super mario brothers wonder comes out which yep has every possibility for me personally as being another game of the year contender because there hasn't been a creative super mario 2d mario game since the super nintendo <laughs> yeah. like don't get me wrong i like the new super mario brothers games especially the first one on ds but those are a far cry from Super Mario World or Yoshi's Island, you know? Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a whole different ball of wax. And uh, this Mario Wonder game just looks spectacular. So, yeah, this has been a heck of a year, and Sea of Stars is j- just such a mag- magnificent, magical game that I love with all of my heart. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> So I guess uh, we should probably wrap this up, huh? We did it. We, we just, that, that's the ninth annual spooky special in the books. Yeah, it's another year for me. It is indeed another year for you. 
Uh, and with that, that is going to be it. That is our show. Join us next time where it will be my, my, uh, my choice once again. And I'm going to, we're going to be choosing. We're finally hitting a series. I cannot believe we have never featured on the show before. Mm. Double dragon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I went wow. back and looked and like, we haven't done a single double dragon game as far as I know. Uh, I, which, which kind of boggles my mind, but oh, let me double check, make sure I'm not crazy. Yeah, no, we have not done Double Dragon on this show before, um, which is bananas. So yeah, we're going to do Double Dragon. We're going to do the first NES game, uh, which I think is a more interesting iteration of the soundtrack than its original arcade counterpart, but we'll probably mm-hmm. maybe do a track or two. I haven't decided what we'll do. Uh, maybe we'll do a track or two from the arcade one just for comparison's sake. But either way, we're going to be covering the first Double Dragon game because I freaking love Double Dragon. It was another great game that came out this year. Double Dragon Gaiden was so good. It was so good. Oh, I haven't man. I haven't seen anything for it. I'm gonna have to look at that. Yeah, yeah, it's a it it looks weird. The visuals are kind of odd, but it's the best playing Double Dragon I've played since like the originals. Now maybe maybe uh that's not true because I really like Double Dragon Neon too. But that was in a totally different. Kind oh, of Neon was a lot of fun. Neon was a blast. This is um this takes it in a really different direction. Um, uh, visually speaking, it's not as overtly 80s and ridiculous. But you know, mm-hmm. we that's Double Dragon is such a malleable franchise. It has almost no yeah. it's, it's there's no stability there's no, nothing in double dragon looks like anything else in double dragon the story makes no sense the continuity is insane so it's all, it's all nuts but yeah double dragon guidance guidance great but we are going to be covering the original double dragon uh next time on wave back i'm very excited about it uh and that is it oh stretch tired excellent oh big stretch oh, okay there it is all right good back to business um <laughs> What was I saying? Yes. Uh, we here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful <laughs> to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. And we have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geek Hate Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. Waveback and other Geekade podcasts are made possible thanks to the Geekade Patreon page. There are patrons can get access to a monthly podcast topic and recording schedule, get early access to most of Geekade's shows, including this one, and more. And if you've enjoyed our podcast over the years, follow the link in the description and give it a look. We really appreciate it. Finally, as always, be sure to check out all our other great content we have on our site over at Geekade.com. Matt, play us out. What do you got for us? Um, so I've recently gotten back into Dead Cells. Uh, this game is uh, roguelike. It's infuriating. And when a game is infuriating, I get obsessed with it and nothing else matters. Um, I've recently started making headway with it, which I didn't think was possible because it wasn't necessarily, um, you know, straightforward with how you progress through the game. But I kind of figured it out and now I've been making headway. So um, I'm going to leave us with a track called the cemetery which is for anyone that's familiar with um dead cells basically you start the game you get some weapons and they send you right out into the world and you kind of have an option of how you want to progress through it so you know you can make choices as to whether you're going to go fight one boss and or another boss and then once you fight that boss it leaves you with pathways to go to fight the next boss and you have to go through different biomes and stuff like that so this one is the this biome is actually the graveyard but the song is called the cemetery and 
Aw. What's the difference yeah. between a cemetery and a graveyard? Let's see. Let's ask the internet. <laughs> Let's What's ask the internet. Difference? I really tried to get into this game. I did. I, I, uh, I put an effort in really early this year, and I really like the way it looks. I like the way it sounds. I just couldn't get into the gameplay loop. It didn't, it didn't hook me. And I probably would if I had been able to spend more time with it. But as, as, as life has shown, sometimes my gaming choices aren't necessarily my own because of, because of work. But I, I, when the, the Castlevania, they announced the Castlevania DLC was coming out, I was like, mm-hmm. I've really got to give this one a try because I love Castlevania and that looks like a lot of fun. So it's, I, yeah, I, I own the game. I still would like to try and get back to it. So, you know, if, if new releases could just settle the hell down for a few minutes. Oh, yeah, because... they'll do that. That'll, 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 I'll, I'll make a phone call just for you, kid. They're just they're just <laughs> dropping these ma- like there's yeah. they're not dropping anything I can skip. They're like, oh, here's no. here's the new Zelda game. Here's mm-hmm. Sea of Stars, which you backed. Here's a new 2D Mario game. Mm-hmm. Like, Mario RPG is next month. Like, could you just cut me some slack here? I'm skipping Sonic. All right. I'm not even going to touch that one. Mm-hmm. I really want to get that Metal Gear collection because yeah. I haven't played Metal Gear Solid in a long time. And I know 20 years. Are, oh, God got the nes games on it for crying out loud come on i know, come on. I, know. I haven't played those in forever they've never been re-released before ever i haven't played yeah. them since on my nes when i was a kid and i loved the first one so ah uh, i'll get around to dead cells again but yes i'm i'm excited to listen to this one so to answer your question uh according to the internet and dictionary.com uh though graveyard is more often used for smaller plots such as those located alongside a church Cemetery is perhaps a more commonly used word due to avoiding the word grave. So I guess there really isn't too much difference there. Okay. Well, now I know that. Yeah. But anyway, actually, the graveyard is one of my favorite levels. Um, I, I get upset when I don't uh, have to go through there because I, I really love its design and, and the, the enemies that you fight and stuff like that. But uh, this again. This is a uh, this is a beautiful rose amongst a beautiful bouquet. I love the soundtrack. I think at some point I'm going to do an episode about this. Maybe this will be my next episode. I don't know. Fantastic soundtrack. Anyway, uh, I'm going to leave you off with the cemetery. <laughs> 